Hey everyone, thanks for coming and hanging out again. I'm with Peter and we're going to talk about alcohol. Mm. Um, so you were telling me how you've recently stopped drinking yeah. and so I'd love to you know, start there. Uh, yeah, um, I was on tour across North America as a guitarist and then I, I guess I was just overtired. And I was very underslept and I'd been drinking just like one or two beers a night, nothing crazy. And then as I was coming home, I went to like an award show and then I started drinking a lot. And then when I came home, I didn't have anything to do. And you get the like post tour depression. Yeah. And so I was drinking like three pints a night and then I started getting like weird hives everywhere. Yeah. And I think my immune system just like gave up and yeah. I got hives all over my body and I couldn't sleep for like three weeks because they were so itchy before they yeah. went away. And so, um, yeah, since after that, I decided to like fully cut out alcohol at the time. And so far, it's been pretty good. Yeah, yeah. good. But also you were saying kind of awkward in some situations because oh, yeah. drinking is so like it's just a part of so many things we experience now. And, mm -hmm. and, and it's like sort of an expectation in university. I was a pretty heavy drinker because, you know, it was something to do. Yeah. And you know, it definitely when everyone else is drinking to be like the sober guy is kind of feels odd as well. Yeah, it's really difficult. And I think we have a culture that really rewards it too. Yeah. And certainly here in Toronto, right? Like when it when the sun goes down, your automatic instinct is like what do I do? I go to a bar. Yeah. And I go drink with my friends. Yeah. It's hard to get away from that. That was the biggest habit that I had to get get away from afterwards even when I like healed up I still for like a month was like oh what do I do now yeah. so I've now just taken on like working out I've seen a lot more movies yeah I've played some video games and then I've slowly gotten to the point where I still like going to bars yeah but I drink like soda water yeah and it's actually great um you can still have conversations and I, I, I don't miss feeling hungover and I don't miss feeling kind of like out of control or anything. Yeah. yeah, I've had this interesting, like I was in university a very heavy drinker and in like my last term, I was, I was drinking four or five nights a week and I was kind of like, I wanted to go out with a bang. I knew yeah. I wouldn't party that much after I graduated, but I still like, I was easily like finishing a two, six a week, like mm. not a healthy amount. But it was something to do and I, I was surrounded by other people doing it. Yeah. And since graduating, I've like I have a lot of friends who still like partying that much. It's it's too much for me. Um, but I find like it was one of the ways I learned how to let loose. Like yeah. I can relax when I'm drunk in in a in its odd sense. Sure. So I'm trying to figure out how to like rewire myself. Yeah. And it I also yeah, like have how have you found that? Uh, you, eventually, you just have to like, you just have to think about not really caring too much. It helps to think that everybody else is on a level of being more fucked up than you are. Yeah. And you're like, ah, they probably won't remember this anyway. Yeah. So getting to a level of like fun is more difficult, but I think you can still get there if you're just kind of like making it very open effort to like join in on the conversation and make jokes. It takes a little bit of getting used to. Because I yeah. think a lot of people, they get like a couple shots in and then they're like, boom, and then they're like funnier and they're whatever. Yeah, they, it's but, like the inhibitions, yeah. right? But that's really just you psychology, what right? you want to think anyway, right? Yeah. So you're thinking of what you want to say and then you think that you're awesome, but you're really the same, except yeah. maybe like slurring more. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. actually works, to be honest. My friends who I've never thought were obnoxious 
I've seen obnoxious now that I'm sober. Now that you're sober, yeah. right? Like, because uh, when you're all in that mindset, then it's yeah, like, uh, it's right. right. Um, but then the biggest thing is actually the one thing that you'll never get back, unfortunately, is this like bonding moment. So when you get really messed up with people and you have something really epic happen, like that bonding moment doesn't happen anymore where you can talk about it, but it can be replaced. Yeah. So if you can find an activity like the Casaloma escape room and you play that game, that's still a bonding moment. Yeah. I put together a game of touch football the other day, and that was a bonding moment for everyone. Yeah. People came out to me afterwards and were like, I haven't played team sports since grade seven. Yeah. That was one of the best experiences I've had in like a year. It's Alcohol is like a, the lazy answer, right? It's yeah. easy. It's an easy, lazy activity to do together. Let's go to this place and drink. Mm-hmm. But like, I found like I don't enjoy it that much i'd rather do more interesting things especially i have friends who when they travel that's what they do they'll drink there and i'm like i i don't have to drink in china i can drink (laughs) at home yeah right although partying in china was a very unique experience as a as a white person in shanghai yeah i was treated very uniquely yeah right but uh but still there there it's this like lazy easy thing to do but one thing we also like touched on a bit earlier is around like why there's this like western or this canadian american thing around like binge drinking going so hard because in in europe it's more casual right they they, they have a few drinks to feel good they mellow out um whereas here there's definitely and in universities in particular there's this like party mentality yeah i mean i think uh you know you were mentioning that alcohol is seen as taboo here yeah. And then so people overdo it. But additionally, I think it's something that we inherited from the English. Because the English are like the old school binge drinkers. Yeah, English and Australia. My, my, when I went traveling, my friend warned me, don't drink with English people or Australians. Yeah. Because you will just get too messed up. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know this. So I don't know if this is necessarily accurate. But my friend who's been to England and then my other friend who's actually English was like, it's because the bars close at midnight. And so everyone gets it in as fast as they can, and then they're messed up. Yeah. And I think it really goes in line with the fact that, like, so in Spain, you can basically drink 24-7. Uh, yeah. In Germany, you can drink 24-7. Yeah. Um, and, and so yeah. that availability means that you don't have to just, like, pound them back, and then you can enjoy it. And my friends who, like, grew up German, their parents would be like, okay, here, you can have half a glass of beer at the age of 13 with your dinner, and then it normalizes it. Yeah. What but, I... Th- think that's why like that's still part of like we regulate it because like you can't handle yourself yeah and then it does the countermeasure right Uh like because you know it's last call at two here we want to get drunk and be able to enjoy till four till five so we have to ride it but and it's just that same mentality of you know we 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 need to be restricted in our use right you can't drink till you're 19 you can drink only in certain spaces at certain times yeah but actually, you know, it's interesting if you think about that. So if you can't legally drink until you're 19, that actually means that your first drinking experiences are, are with what? They're actually with 18 and 19-year-olds, right? So and not your parents. You're, you're not or... your parents. So I think where, where the European, especially Southern European model works is because the drinking culture is part of the family. Yeah. Right. So like my French friend gets and you can learn to do something but... more responsibly yeah. because it's your parents teaching you how to do it, not 
all your friends go behind your parents' backs. And then they're and like, get, let's see get, who can drink the most. Who can do the most vodka shots because yeah. my parents are gone, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And I think that's kind of led to it too. Yeah. And so how have you found your life? Like I've heard other people, they cut alcohol out and it's like transformed their lives generally. Sure. Right? Uh, other than being, you know, more bored some <laughs> nights because you don't have like the bars to go to. Yeah. How, have you found it changed other things? Uh, you lose certain friends. Not in the sense that you really lose them, but they just stop inviting you to places. Yeah. Um, they just automatically assume you wouldn't want to come, even if you do, right? Like, I would want to go to the bar with some of my friends. Even if you're not drinking. Yeah, and I have. And I've gone to raves and I've gone to concerts and it's been great. Because I actually prefer raves and concerts because there's something to do other than sit there. Yeah. And talk to people. Um the other thing is that I've gotten a lot uh, healthier. Like, we, I have a lot more energy. I get up, I get more work done because I'm usually up at six, seven in the morning. Even if I'm out till like one or two, I find that my body's like finding it much easier with the energy levels. And then um, to fill in sort of like the time that you would spend drinking, I work out and run and it comes easier. Yeah. So all of that stuff's like super positive. Um, why do you think more people don't stop drinking? I think it's just expectation. Yeah. It's it perpetuates itself. Yeah. I think it's the idea that like, so if I'm at home and then by the evening I haven't really had like that much human contact, I do crave it. And then yeah. a lot of times people don't have, they don't want to just kind of sit around and hang out. Yeah. There's almost no excuse to just sit around and hang out. They want to be like, oh, okay, I want to talk to you, but let's go to the bar. Yeah. Or let's come to my deck and we'll have a beer. Yeah. Right? So I, it becomes part of the social scene. Yeah, I found that as well. Like, I much prefer to, like, go for tea or just hang out. Yeah. But, like, especially with my male friends, they yeah. want to, like, have a drink. There's never just, like, chilling and chatting. With yeah. my female friends, they can just come over and we'll chit-chat for hours. But, like, with guys, there seems to need to be... There needs to be an excuse. You're, mm -hmm. We're going for beers. So, like, it's okay. We can talk about things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's true. Yeah, cool. Well, yeah. There it is. Yeah, there it I is. I recommend it. You try it. Yeah. If you want. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely... I've been thinking about it for a while, but it is, like, it seems difficult, right? Like, there's so many other expectations of it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but we I definitely have cut it way down. And I was kind of... I saw my, like, party friend's last weekend and I was kind of proud that yeah. I only really had like I spent the whole weekend with them and I only had like four drinks over the whole weekend where right. some of them were like just getting trash and I was yeah. like this isn't me but like there were some games we played I was like okay I'll play like the drinking game a bit or whatever sure oh you know actually before we stop it I yeah, actually yeah. think we're because we're just aware of how this is and this is how things go I don't think people realize that we're actually creating a new generation of, like, alcoholics. Yeah. Um, I read a paper that came out that said that every single year, the liver failure rates between, like, people 24 to, like, 34 are going up 10% every year. And then the biggest one is women, right? Because there's a lot of wine and alcohol that's being marketed towards women now yeah. in a way that hasn't really been before. Um, and so I think people have normalized the idea of, like, going out on Friday... And then having like enough drinks that you stumble home yeah. rather than having a drink and then feeling good and then leaving. Yeah. It's and like 
it's really, really insane that everyone's gotten used to the idea of getting lit. I yeah. Suppose. And it's like, there's other factors at play as well. We used to joke that you're not an alcoholic until you graduate. Yeah. Like if you're a student, it's okay. If you continue those habits afterwards, it's a problem. But I also think that because of this, like when you, like our parents' generation, when they were 30, they had a family and kids. Now we don't, we need something to do still. So yeah. we still drink, Yeah. right? But I think the fund, I'm hoping that as, you know, the, the, as our generation comes, you know, to ourselves and starts having taking control of the societal conversations, we'll recognize that this is a problem and say, yeah. maybe we should lower the drinking age because then I can drink with my kids. We can adopt yeah. that more European model. Yeah. We still have such an immature view of alcohol, I think, as yeah. a society. We're trying to like lock it down, but it's clearly not working. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's like a worthy thing to have a conversation with your kids about. Even like, if your kids are like twelve now, you know, feel free to just sort of like slip them a beer, half a beer yeah. and be like, "Listen, you know, sometimes it's nice during dinner or whatever, and move on." Because man, like my buddy who's French, his first glass of wine was when he was like seven. Yeah. Or some shit. Well, and you see the the stereotypical like trope in like the U.S. is. Like, oh, you force, you catch your kid drinking, you force him to drink as much as he can till he pukes and never wants to do it again. And like, you prove that it's bad. Yeah. Whereas that's definitely worse no. than tr like teaching them well, right? Yeah. That might just even kick off an addiction. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. thanks for coming on and uh, hanging out with me today. I appreciate Great. it. And thanks to all of you. I'd love to hear your thoughts on alcohol, alcoholism, and you know, how we're living these days. Definitely subscribe on YouTube, check us out on Patreon, and come hang out with us next time.